Indie Therapy. Hi game devs and welcome to Indie Therapy's first English speaking episode. In this podcast we check how healthy marketing is for game developers around the world and how their experience can benefit your game. This week I introduce you to Raoul Segal, a game developer which has worked his way up from intern to creating his own indie studio and has made 60 plus games so far in his career. This episode is full of advice, either you're a PC or mobile developer. Is having a great game not enough? Let's find out. Have a nice therapy. Okay, so to begin with, tell me more about the games you developed, your position uh, in the companies, if you're if you are indie or not. Sure. Okay. So um, I'll tell you what I do at the moment. So at the moment, I work for uh, a company. It is a it's, it's a multinational company, um, and it's basically the world's biggest uh, online casino uh, platform. Okay. Okay. So um, essentially, I head the studio which makes all kinds of um, uh, casino games like slot games, roulette, poker, blackjack, baccarat, craps, etc. So these are the kind of games that um, my company makes and my studio designs these games. And the company also is, the company is the platform, right? So the company is a distribution platform, and I am the in-house studio for that company. So my company takes games from, you know, maybe hundred different other companies, but they also have an in-house game studio. So which means that my uh, the games that I make they get the front page. Okay. So it's a big uh, advantage for us because uh, if you if if you are a small company. And you come to my company, so I want to put my game on your platform. They say okay, but they do put the game on page one. Uh, it costs a lot of money, or you have to be a really big company uh, to actually get the game on page one, or get a feature, or a banner, or something uh, on the website. But since I'm the in-house studio, um, my games uh, they always get exclusive for one week, big banner. No, right there. So that's the advantage that my studio has because it's the, the, we own the platform also. Yes, okay, so you're involved in uh, game distribution. I'm involved in the game creation, but the mm. game, I support the game distribution. So the game distribution come to me. The game marketing team um, always needs uh, support from me in terms of the assets, in terms of creatives. Like we make promo videos for them. We make character videos for them. We help them with all the assets which they can put in the front page. So my, so because we make the games, we support the marketing team with uh, assets and creatives. Okay. So you're also just for listeners. You're also the host of the YouTube channel Up Your Game. Yes. Uh, I invite our listeners to watch the video Seven Rules for Game Dev Success, which is Thank full you. of advice. Thank you. And uh, one of them is games need to make money. 
do you have some insights on uh, how do they do that? So, so the very interesting thing is that, um, I mean, if you if you look at uh, what you need to do is you need to have you need to have a budget. You need to have a risk. You need to understand the risk of when you're making a game, right? Now, if you're going to make a game. Um, which is absolutely from scratch. It is your dream project. It's completely unique. It's something absolutely new that has a very high risk, right? Mm. But you have, must remember that high risk also comes with high reward. So if your game is a hit, if a completely unique game is a hit, it's going to make a lot of money. It's going to make a lot of money. But the chances of that happening are very small because it's brand new and your how new your concept is needs to be based on how good your marketing skills are. Okay. Right. So if you um, so if I have to really break it down, how do you need how do you make money with a game? It doesn't matter if you're an indie or a big company. Now, it depends on your marketing ability. Right. It depends on how what is your ability to put the game as close as possible to the front of the store. That's really really. Okay, so um, generally I advise people who are starting off in game development, if you're making your first game, if you're not worried about money, go crazy, make something beautiful, make something interesting, make something unique, no problem. But the day you say, okay, I need to make some money with the game, then you can have a creativity budget. Okay, you can have a creativity budget. You say, okay. Something I advise is make 70% like something out there. Make 70% that people understand. Make 70% of your game what people are comfortable with. And 30% is your budget to be creative. Right? Okay. So, so 70%, my thing is, if you want to make money, generally, make 70% of something that people realize, people understand, and 30% be creative, make it something interesting, make it something unique, right? So that's uh, that's generally a good ratio. You can do 60, 40, 50, 50, right? But generally a good save ratio is 70, 30, in which people um, look at your game, they've, they, they've seen it before, they're comfortable, they know kind of next what happens next a little bit, but surprise them, right? So that's usually, now, if you're starting off in marketing, that kind of game, is easiest to market because you say it's like that game, like it's like Clash of Clans, but it's cooler because of this one thing. Okay? Okay. That's the whole point. So, this is why you need to have a creativity budget for your game. And that depends on your marketing, on your muscles of marketing. Right? Um, so, it, it's all how much access you have to people. How much you can put your game forward so your success because i have seen uh, you know i have seen uh, some guy from some company has a couple of gears with the guy from marketing and he gets a deal he gets an assurance to put his game on the front page for two days the game is crap <laughs> the game is absolute rubbish but it has two days on the front page it makes money it doesn't matter how shit the game is it makes money because it's two days on the front page. People will download it, they'll play it, they'll put some money. It's ah, this is crap. But the, the sheer volume of people that will play your crap game is so big that you will still make money. 
Okay, and I've seen brilliant games on page three that made nothing, nada. Okay. Right? So it's really unfair, but where your game is positioned makes all the difference. Now it's possible that you may have a crap game and you put it on page one. It stays there for five days, and when you pull the when you pull the marketing support, it just it disappears. Okay, the, a great game. Um, you put it up, you market it. Even when when you put when you take the support of the marketing away, it'll stay there or it'll come down a little bit because it's a good game. Players will like it, right? So your marketing support is everything. You can have a beautiful game, a wonderful game, but if you don't know how to market it, if you don't know how to put it in front of the people it is intended to, it's gonna go nowhere, right? This is like this is the the brutal reality of video games today. It wasn't like that ten years ago. It wasn't like that ten years ago. But right now, the competition is so crazy that how much money you're gonna make with your game depends on your marketing skills, your marketing budget. Your reach, your publisher, you know, making a great game is not good enough. So, what should um, what should developers do in order to market their game properly? I mean, uh, what <laughs> what channels should they use? Is it uh, Facebook ads? Uh, I, I, to be honest, I'm not. Uh, I do. I have not had a good experience with Facebook ads in the past. Right, so I don't really want to comment. Um, and to be very honest, my uh, right now my area of expertise when it comes to marketing games a bit it's, it's a bit different because I am in I am in uh, I am in casino gaming. But it depends on you know I have the answer for PC gaming for Steam is different. Mm -hmm. The answer for mobile games. Uh, freemium is different. The answer for mobile games, premium, is different. So I can talk about any of these because they all have different answers. You can talk about all or none. Sure. So I mean, when it comes to PC games, right now, PC I've, I've released games on PC. PC games is a whole different ball game altogether because PC players are they're very dedicated players. They're hard. Like they like, they they'll read about a game, they'll review a game, like they will research about a game, they'll play it, and, and once they download it, once they actually start playing it, they will play it for hours. You know, like mm -hmm. I had somebody play my game for seven hours and then write that it was not worth it. I was like, dude, you played my game seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah. So will play the game for like two minutes ah this is shit you know but PC gamers so with PC gamers the key is community right um, so if you want if you're releasing a game on PC you have to find you have to find your forums you have to find you have to go you have to go on reddit you have to find a community you have to find people who like your game a small group right so if you're making a PC game you need to go straight to the player Advertising doesn't work there. Spending money on advertising doesn't work there. You have to go and find people who love your kind of game. So I would say internet forums are a great place. Um, Reddit is a great place. Find people who like your game and slowly, slowly start building a community of people who like your game. And then they themselves, because 
usually players like that are very dedicated. They'll speak to their friends, they'll play the game, they'll support you on the forums. So a game like that will go bigger and bigger and bigger. But you need to that core of dedicated players for your game. It, you need to have it nice and early in your game development. So for PC, like it's it there's you, there's no fakery. Like you can't hide it. You can't spend money and make your game awesome. It needs to be good, and you have to connect directly to the players, right? Um, okay. And also, uh, finding a publisher for a PC game. The interesting thing is that if you want to publish it for a PC game, you write to 20 people, you'll get 10 emails back, even if it's not. Like, they will write to you and say, hey man, nice game, but it's not our thing, thank you. Okay. So, you at least get like 50% of publishers will write back to you. In mobile, you write 200 emails, you may get one reply. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, just like the players are different, the, the environment is different. So finding a publisher for PC is way easier and less frustrating than finding a, a publisher for mobile. Now, when it comes to mobile, I would say that if you, especially if you're making a, a Premium game um, quality matters. Like if you're going to make a premium game, you, you need to get featured. Right? You need to get featured by the App Store, you need to get featured by Google Play. So, really, work. if you're going to make a premium game for mobile, it needs to be beautiful, it needs to be unique, and you need to have a good relationship with the folks at Apple or Google. Okay, okay. so I know, I know a bunch of guys who make premium games. Um, they're beautiful, they cost like $3-4, they make one every couple of years, and invariably, it usually gets featured in some countries or the other, and then they have one or two months where they recover the money, and they have enough money to make the next game. So if you're going to make a premium game, of course, the money in premium is on Apple. It's on it's on the, the App Store, right? So you, it needs to be a beautiful game, and you have to really work hard to get your game featured, um, by Apple. If you can do that, so you need to kind of start making it in a way that um, Apple likes it, or something different and unique that people that the people at Apple are going to say, okay, this is cool, I like it. So that's kind of like the mindset you need to have a pre for a premium game. For a freemium game, for an indie developer, it's like it's like jumping into a swimming pool full of sharks, man. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like okay. you really need big balls to to get into the need to be indie. And to get into the premium um, market for mobile games because it's all big money over there, you know, with massive marketing budgets. So you can, but then you need to kind of, there I would suggest that because it's not a game that you're going just going to release and that's it. Those games usually have a long day. You need to have live ops, you need to have events, you need to support the game for a long period of time. So I know some people who are making good money for freemium games, but then, for example, I have a friend who makes simulator games, right? Now, he has made something like eight simulator games. He has made like a, a aircraft simulator, he's made a submarine simulator, he's made a V-22 Osprey helicopter simulator, submarine, like he's made all these simulator games, mm. right? And all these games are out there, and he keeps cross-promoting all these games. So he's in that community, right? He okay. understands the market of simulator games. So, and he has six, five, six, seven games out there which keep cross-promoting himself. So he puts ads in one for the other. And that's how he has his games kind of working. 
So for mobile, especially for premium, you need a very, very particular kind of strategy. Uh, and you need to be a businessman first and a developer next. And honestly, that's true of anybody who wants to make it. Like you have to put your businessman hat first. And on top of the businessman hat, you have to put your your creator's hat. It's very, 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 very important to be a businessman. You think like a businessman. You think what works, how can I make money with this? What is the target market for this? Who is my competition? How can I give something which is different from the competition? And how can I highlight it? What are my tools? What is my budget? So you need to think like a businessman first and then a developer or a game creator next. Okay, thank you for your good advice. It's a question I like because it makes you, this was not on the list I sent you. Uh, if you had a magic wand and could ask for anything you need for your activity to flourish, what's cool, what would you ask for? Um, can you repeat the question, please? Ask for in, in, in what way? Um, if you had uh, all the money you wanted or all the... Uh, would you ask for um, more people in your staff? Uh, where where would you be, where would you be in one year if everything go goes uh, very very well? Um, if everything goes very very well, I would like to um, like I, I like I like teaching games as well, mm -hmm. and I like I like I I have some projects that I want to make, which are very very. Uh, which have not been tried before, you know, and I also teach how to make uh, how to make games. So my idea is to somehow combine the two. So, um, I mean, if I had all the money in the world, I don't think I would hire a big team. I think I would hire a small team, and we would make a very particular kind of game. And I would also be along with the game. I would like to make a this ecosystem, which is not only games, I would like to make merchandise along with the game characters. Also, I would like to make some cartoons. I would like to make some animation along with the game. So, long term, I want to create a product that is just not a video game, but which has an ecosystem, which is um, which is a kind of uh, like comics, TV shows, animations, merchandise, etc which is associated like a whole ecosystem, like a cultural ecosystem, and not just a single product. So in an ideal world, that is what I would like to do. Okay. So you told me you had the personal project, teachings, and uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of work. Uh, how much time? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just, I have this personality, but I can't do one thing. I also can't do two things. I have to do like three, four things together, otherwise I don't feel fulfilled. Like I'm always taking on more and more things. So I have my day job, and then I make YouTube videos, and I also teach, and then I'm also uh, a game design consultant for, um, there's a company called Hitwicket. They are making a cricket strategy game. Mm -hmm. So I am a game design consultant for them, and I do the art direction for them as well. So I'm like I'm always finding things to do uh, all the time, doing at least two or three things at the very least. Okay, so how do you? How I do you? Have life. 
I don't have a life. The, that was that was my question. Of do you have a personal life and? Uh, I I don't I don't. But I'm happy. I'm at that stage in my life where I've done it all. You know, when I was young, I did all kinds of crazy things. You know, I used to be merchant marine, so I traveled. I've done my drinking and I've done my partying and all. I've done all that stuff. You know, but at this point in my life, I'm I'm happy to just work. It's it's like a phase of my life where I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I I do a lot of, I do I do what really helps me is to do my yoga and meditation mm. that really helps to keep me focused it helps me to not um, not have a life so that is my life like it, it's a big part of me I get up at five o'clock in the morning for an hour an hour and a half I do my yoga I do do my sadhana I do my meditation and then I have I have four kids I have two kids I do kind of like who are four and seven years old I have two twins who are newborn so i have to help with them i have to help around the house i have to do my day job um and then i have at this moment i don't watch netflix um i don't go out i don't watch movies i don't i i barely play games i only play games when i'm like in a taxi or i'm on the toilet <laughs> I, play, I, i play poker for a little while you okay. know I, i i barely spend time on social media so i like i just work 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 That's it. I have no life, and I'm I'm in bed every night by ten. Okay. So <laughs> that's it. You, you can find time, like if you if you plan well. Um, but that's it. Like I've kind of given up everything else except for my work and my family, and that's okay. So, but you still, so you still uh, keep time for your family. You don't uh, feel guilty of uh, working too much or. Uh, and, uh, that's the thing, right? I've given up everything else because I prefer to spend time either with my family and my kids or my work. Okay. That's it. So there is there is no special time for myself. You know how we all like to do something just just our time when we watch Netflix or we play video games. My only time, purely for myself, is my morning meditation. That's my time. Completely, right? So, okay. um, I mean, I miss it, man. Like sometimes I miss. I have a bunch of books I love to read, but at this point, I don't even have time to read. You know what I mean? So, especially I have my family, I have my work, and when it comes to myself, it's my meditation time. And and at this point in my life, it's enough. And my family is priority number one, mm-hmm. and my work is priority number two. So if I have to choose between like my my baby's crying and I have to submit a project, I'll be like, okay, let the project wait. I go and I I deal with baby or my child. You know, so even there, there's a there's a priority. Okay. You I guess you're a good father. I'm, uh... <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Um so with all these activities what are your objective right now So my objective right now is that um in my day job I'm fairly well established but I want to establish myself more as a teacher mm-hmm. um, as a teacher and I also have a very interesting project which is coming up which you know in fact you're the first one who I am telling about uh, so it is a It is a you know a bunch of people making a game. So I have a bunch of my students who we are all coming together to create a game. 
but we are going to be doing it uh, we're going to be making a game from scratch but it's going to be presented in the form of a reality show okay okay on tv you know what i mean yeah yeah not on tv i can't afford it but it's going to be on youtube it's going to be on my channel so what we're going to do is that a bunch of people are coming together so the whole process of making the game you know people coming together coming up with a concept somebody's going to design it somebody's going to do the art somebody's going to do the programming so all this stuff is going to be videotaped the whole process how it happened people's struggles people's problems what they went through what was the conflict everything will be recorded and made into kind of episodes just like a reality show okay right? will it be like a game jam game jam over a weekend or long term project it's going to be about four months Okay. It's going to be a four-month project. So it's going to be a project which is going to take about three or four months to make. But the people who are making it, their process, what they went through, everything is going to be documented, and they're going to be making it kind of live. So they people will be able to see their process. People will be able to see the game being made, play the game, give give feedback on the game, be involved with the project. You know. Raul's project's not live yet, but you can subscribe to his YouTube channel, Up Your Game. To get notified when it comes out. Until then, follow my Twitter account Five Senses Writing to get news about indie games marketing and know when new episodes are out. Cheers!